Hey everybody, welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. If you're a first time guest with us and you've seen us on the Mississippi State Instagram, welcome. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. This is how you have to find us uh, midway through a mediocre baseball season. But uh, thank you for joining. And if you're a a recurring guest, then thank you also for joining. Uh, We really appreciate all of our fans, no matter when you started listening to us. Uh, But uh, yeah. It's been a been a been a week, Hunter. It it, it really has. Yeah, four and a week in baseball. Obviously, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about our games coming up. Um, but we were finally featured on the Mississippi State official Instagram. Our feature about our podcast and how it came to be, and um, our childhood best friends. Somehow they made that story kind of okay. Yeah, because like we had our interview and it was we left like, what is he going to do? That, that guy. What questions? there wasn't really a story yeah it was just like like little questions yeah so uh but big things happen i mean we we gained a few followers from it obviously i mean it seemed to have a lot of engagement a lot of likes a lot of comments Mm. and thank you all for for sharing that Uh, it was really cool to see all all of our um all that being shared on all y'all's stories so um thank you guys for that it was really cool uh surprise you know we did that last october and it's finally being posted. So yeah, uh, that was a really cool surprise here on spring break. Uh, for me, at least Hunter, how was spring break for you? Mm hmm. Real world. I had no spring break. Real world. I'll find that out sometime. Does not have spring break. Uh, yeah. But before we get started, I do want to start out like we always do with some movie critiques. And this one's a short one. I've just been wondering. So in the cars universe, there's a lot of buildings, right? There's like cities. Mm hmm. How do they build those? Ain't got hands. Forklifts. Forklift just build building? Forklift build building. I, just, I struggle to believe that. But it, I think it ties into the Pixar universe where like humans used to live there and built all this stuff. And then that kind of faded out. And now machines just run everything. So Wally. I, I think there is an explanation for it. But just th- taking it as a single movie without the Pixar universe, how they build those. Is there, in the Cars universe, is there a car just, is there a Cars Jesus? <laughs> what kind of car brand would it be? Okay, on to <laughs> Also, Doc won a bunch of piston cups and just doesn't have them out. Like, I'd put those things on display. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I think that's kind of the whole point of the movie. Like, they don't really matter, but, like... You still want them. Don't, you know what don't, matters? Don't just put tools in them. You know what matters? Community. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the whole point of that movie was that small town USA is being forgotten and it needs to be like rejuvenated and and hometown on HGTV really shows that. Okay, with that being said, um, our main topics for today, we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, we're having a pretty good time. Yeah. We're back in, in person. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a different experience you know we've just we've just been remote so long that it's it's weird being back together um we're gonna cover the princeton game then the midweek and then we're gonna review the georgia bulldogs and the preview yep. series coming up mm-hmm. start of sec play yeah. i mean it, i'm ready for it yeah um uh, there are a few things that we didn't talk about but we'll i'm sure we'll add them in here yeah um for sure yeah, and then of course our favorite topic of all time. Like, like I think every week I say something about it being our favorite topic, and it's not even planned. No, I mean like it's honestly just 
my favorite thing because it's the only thing not scripted. We just kind of... It's the only thing that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing we don't have to research. We just answer stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes usually we don't even answer. Usually we've already answered it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we just say, just did listen. you listen to the episode yet? I should just listen. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's what we got. We do also do have some exciting news. So for the first time ever, we have a sponsor for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before we get started, I do want to talk about that. This is brought to you by SeatGeek. We do want to give a huge shout out to them for sponsoring us for the first time. Um, so SeatGeek is obviously just an app that takes out the confusion of buying tickets to concerts, sporting events of any kind. Um, you can use our promo code TEW. Two, uh, use that promo code for twenty dollars off your first purchase on the app. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, go see a concert. Yeah, it's a little sporting event, maybe. Maybe see game. the dogs. Maybe the dogs in Athens this week. Oh no, Mississippi State tickets are on SeaGeek, but I mean, I'm sure they are. Surely SeaGeek has everything. They have everything, and we really do appreciate them sponsoring. So go hit up SeaGeek. Twenty dollars off your first purchase when you use our promo code TEW two. So glad they made it TEW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's gonna get us into the episode so starts off with the princeton series and we do have to mention that landon sims mm-hmm. and stone simmons are out for the year it happened in the, in the two lane series both of them uh torn ucls and they have to they've already had tommy john surgery at this moment um so really sad news i mean we knew it was coming but mm-hmm. it was still really sad to see that finally become official um so we kind of assumed that when we saw neither of them in the princeton series but um, with that we got a new um new look at our starting rotation that we hadn't seen before and then uh, a new look at our bullpen so um this weekend we saw a rotation of preston sims or preston smith excuse me uh Preston Johnson. Preston Johnson. In person's different, y'all. Yeah. We got so used to that virtual life. Mm-hmm. But, so Four episodes. Preston Johnson, then Parker Stinnett, and then Cade Smith. Mm-hmm. There we go. Got the other names yeah, right. You did good right there. Yeah. So it looked like a pretty good rotation, but also Princeton looked like, you know, probably not a very good they, team. They still have not won a game since 0-11. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. But we got the sweep. Finally, we got a sweep, and we desperately desperately needed that. Um and another thing we desperately needed was production out of Kellum Clark. Mm-hmm. What did you say from him this weekend? Kellum is so good. Uh, we talked about it and just just throughout the weekend, and he has the highest ceiling on the team. Yeah, easily. Like, I mean, he, like, can, he can be a 20-home run guy. He could be a triple crown winner. Yeah, and then he starts off the season 0, and 0 for 17, and then he gets the green light on a 3-0 count down there in Tulane, and then... Suddenly, he's just not been missing the barrel. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, it's really, really fun to watch him. He's already back up at 280 hitting, <laughs> uh, starting out at 0 for 17. It's really almost impossible to get back up to 280 uh, in a span of two weeks. But uh, he's done it, and he really has just popped off these last couple of series. Um, but Kellum goes uh, – he has nine RBI on the weekend, uh, seven of those in game one. Uh, he has three home runs. I think he had – I think he had two three-run bombs in the first game and then one in game three. He had three doubles on the weekend. Um, so I, I think it's it's safe to say that he's back and, yeah. and just in time for SEC play. Mm-hmm. Never been more glad for Kellum no. to be black. For real. He'd be back. <laughs> Baby boy Kellum. He's still a white guy. He is, he is, he is still a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. 
Um, I love being back live. It's going to be tough to follow that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing I have from this series, though, uh, we, we did play a, a doubleheader on Sunday, one nine-inning game, and then followed it up with a seven-inning game. I think the only reason that we saw Cade in game three still, instead of Parker uh, filling in the Sunday role, uh, was because uh, game two was a seven-inning game, and I think we, we kind of trusted Cade to have a seven-inning performance yeah. uh, over Parker, which makes sense, but uh, both of them, I mean uh, – Parker had come out come out after five innings, I believe, and he had twelve strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable game by him, and I hope that, pitcher of the week, yeah, SEC co-pitcher of the week, yeah, just then, a bunch of national awards, yeah. And then Cade, I'm pretty sure would have uh, gone a full seven innings, um, but he goes out after six because we have a nine to one lead or nine to nothing lead. I think they scored one in the ninth, um, but the bullpen still seems pretty shaky. Uh, Jackson Fristo, which was who was a starter at the beginning of the year, is now just a bullpen arm that I'm not sure any of us should trust. Yeah, below um, Brandon Smith, like yeah. in the trust level. Yeah, uh, which Brandon, is... Brandon Smith seems to be the name that we keep going to out of the pen. Him and Cam Tuller are, mm-hmm. are common names. Mikey Tepper, I believe, is the guy who we're just trying to make um, the the closer, but by force. Yeah, but we. I mean, other than uh, game two against Princeton, we haven't really had many opportunities for saves I and mean, mm-hmm. we, we just blow out games or lose them so yeah. there's not many really many save opportunities drew tally is another name that we keep seeing and not really sure what his role is going to be maybe an, a seventh inning guy i'm not sure if guy. anyone will be able to solidify a role yeah like i know eventually it's going to work out and everyone will have it but right yeah. now it doesn't look like it yeah. at all i mean coming into sec play you're going to have to win close games and so at some point or another you're either going to solidify a bullpen or you're going to realize that you don't have one yeah and so um hopefully hopefully we uh we do the former and can just solidify roles for these guys like we have in years past. But um, right now it's just like, well, this guy's not doing well. Let's bring in the next guy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he seems to struggle too. So yeah, uh, outside of starting pitching, it, it's looking pretty scary. But again, you know, we've had we've had flashes here and there from Brandon Smith, from Drew Talley, from Mikey Tepper, from all these guys. Uh, hopefully we can just uh, get, start getting some consistency out yeah. of them. And on on the weekend, um, how did your uh, player of the week do? Well, my player of the week, Kellum Clark, did really, really well. We've already talked about his stats. What about yours? I threw as many pitches as him. <laughs> hey, I'm sure he did a real good job of uh, cheering in the dugout. See, I, I tried my hardest to be serious and have, have like, kind of an off-the-wall one. And then I bet you didn't expect Parker Stinnett to get two full-length starts in a, in one week. You know who pitched more than my player of the week? Lane Forsythe. And that's going to bring us to the Binghamton <laughs> game. And that should tell you all that you need to know is that Lane Forsythe got an inning. Pretty good inning. I've how, seen worse. How, does fast, her, her, how did his first batter do? I mean, I'm sure he didn't go yard. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that he did. I see that... Like my my notifications went from because I wasn't watching this game. Yeah, my notifications either. went from um, you'll never guess who's pitching, and I was like, Landon Sims <laughs> couldn't well, have been further from the truth. Logan Tanner, that, I would have believed that. Lane Forsyth didn't not, know he pitched. Not really on my top. Didn't 10. know he pitched. Um, so Lane Forsyth comes in, first batter that he faces goes yard, and then we start seeing like stuff from from Lane. Like he's throwing. <laughs> Stuff with movement. He's throwing like low nineties, and I'm like, that's what he's been doing from short. Yeah, <laughs> throwing sliders at Hancock. <laughs> so 
uh, that was a surprise. Um, the Binghamton game, in general, we won't talk too much about it. It was a lot closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but if you look at the final score, yeah, we only gave 13 to 5. I mean, the two innings I watched, we did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this game, uh, it kind of got... I mean, Binghamton got runs with a bases loaded uh, pop up to center field with two outs. Uh, I mean, guys are running on the on contact. Jess Davis loses it in the lights or the the sky, whatever. And uh, it's probably the sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a rainy day. Uh, Time change. On a rainy night. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he he drops a fly ball. All three runs score, and then uh, I think it's five to four at that point or something like that. They're up, and then uh, we tie the game at five to five. And in the eighth inning, we have a we use a huge eighth inning to uh, to blow the game open to win thirteen to five. And we had home runs in that inning by Hunter Hines, R.J. Yeager, yes, R.J. Yeager, Yeager bombs, had a home run. and then uh, Tanner Leggett. I think went back to back with Yeager. Um, but yeah, in this game, two home runs by R.J. Yeager. His first two. He's of the arrived. Year. So he's already doing better than Scotty DeBrule. Uh, already a better second baseman. Right? <laughs> mm I need... The one thing that this team needs is bat flips after a base on ball. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, matter the Scotty's situation. Scotty's the king of As soon mm-hmm. as we moved him out of the leadoff role, uh, which he was not made for. They moved him like fifth or something? Yeah. Was it fourth? Fifth or sixth? I'm like, I don't know. Nope. Not he, fourth. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Scotty uh, Brule would be the best cleanup better of all time. Just walk in runs. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you basically have two cleanup hitters if you put him at fourth and someone else at fifth, right? <laughs> Just because it's bases loaded and then it's bases loaded again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely not better than, than uh, Scotty Brule, at least not in our hearts yet. Love Scotty. But uh, I do like the look of R.J. Yeager. I think he, he really could. I mean, his swing's cool. Yeah, second baseman with power is always something to that I, I like. But uh, we'll see if he can continue that success once SEC play starts, because that's what kind of what we were expecting when we got a, a big time second baseman from Mercer. Um, another thing we proved, and I know that his stats are going to be kind of elevated by uh, Jess Davis dropping a fly ball, uh, but Jack Walker has had some terrible, terrible outings yeah. uh, for us. Uh, he did have a great game against Grambling. I mean, he he pitched like six innings or something like that. But um, Grambling's pitcher was better. Uh, yeah, he was really good. He was pretty awesome. Topped out at 78. So. I think I topped out at 78. You think you could? No. <laughs> I might get hit 75. 71? At least we'll be in reasonable. May, may hit 65. But yeah, Jack Walker. Um, <laughs> other than that, who, where, where did he have that bad game against? Was that Southern I'm, Miss? Or first I pitched first that? First We played him twice, so it's very possible that. Oh, it was the. No, we uh, played him one. Give up a grand two lane. You give up a grand slam against yeah. two lane in that game too. Um, which looking back, uh, I think if we win, if we either sweep um, Northern Kentucky or if we win two out of three against Long Beach, if either of those go our way, and then we don't lose the second game to two lane that we were up ten to two or whatever. This season really does look a lot different. I mean, we. Do, be, you know, if you add three wins and take away three losses. That's a pretty good season we no, have. On that, would just, that would just be two, two losses. So we would be right now. We're eleven and seven. Going into SEC play, thirteen and five is really not that bad. And it, the the biggest stain on our entire schedule to me is the the 
series lost to Tulane because we were winning so much in that game. Yeah. The second game. But luckily, it's college baseball. No one looks at that. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> It'll just be a series loss. It won't be, ah, oh, they almost had it. Yeah. Kind of sucks. It. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I really do think, I mean, obviously those are those are tough to swallow. But, I mean, moving forward, I really don't think we're as bad as our record is saying. Like, seven losses is bad, and we've played some rough baseball. But offensively, we're, we seem to be coming around. And, I mean, I think we were, me and you were talking earlier. Like, this year we're not relying on two hitters, mm-hmm. Rowdy and T.A. Like, like we were It was last frustrating year. last year sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, was, but like, it was bad, but especially like, when Rowdy was struggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tanner never struggled. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, Rowdy, Rowdy would struggle, and it was like our whole team. It was just so frustrating, three up, three downs. And like now – Four pitch at bat, four pitch innings yeah. were, like, so often. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and now it's like everybody on our team has home run power. Mm-hmm. And, I mean – down to the second baseman, I mean, and shortstop, I mean, obviously, Lane Forsyth. No, that's our pitcher. Yeah, you're right. I mean, pitchers aren't supposed to have power, right? Uh, but our entire outfield is is capable of hitting 15 home runs. Mm-hmm. And, um, wait, Hunter Hines is not an outfielder. Uh, our DH. Not uh, Von Sieber could. He could. Not gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I really do like the way that we're kind of improving here, right, as SEC play starts. Hopefully it sticks around um, because we, we – we seem to be clicking offensively. Um, like it's contagious with us. It's like outs are contagious, but so are home runs. It seems like so. Uh, hopefully, we'll just get more home runs than outs. Hopefully, we're not social distancing. I don't think we're gonna get more home runs than outs. Come to think of it, mm. we're not gonna hit twenty-seven home runs in a single game. Um, but this team could, right? Mm-mm. I don't think they could. That's a challenge. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's be the first team at twenty-seven home runs in a game. I don't know. College baseball has been going on for a long time. Surely some teams done it. I'm like teams like Princeton are out there that haven't won since 2019. Yeah, like just get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. Well, enough of this little commentary here. Uh, all right, so moving on to our first <laughs> SEC series of the year, we're playing the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens. Um, National championship yeah. showdown. That's right. The winner gets both. I'm not sure I would want to put that on the line. Really? I'm honestly not sure. Jack, you could have a football national championship. I just talked up this team like we could beat anybody. <laughs> and I'm not even putting them <laughs> against, against a mid-level. A, against like a seventh or eighth best team in the SEC. Um, I think I'll just keep ours. And uh, You wouldn't? Okay. I think I'll just, I'll just keep our, our one day because I'm not sure we'll ever get another one. <laughs> Someone made a deal with the devil. <laughs> like... Yeah. It's one of those hypotheticals. Yeah. If you're listening right now, this is our one time that we're actually going to talk about basketball. We lost in the NIT. So, RIP Ben Howland. He's not dead. Think think Molinar comes back? Probably. That'd be that'd be kind of nice. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'd enjoy that. I think uh Vic Schaefer should be our our men's coach. Let's hire Blair to be the men's coach. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Blair for AD. She seems unqualified. <laughs> but then again, John Cohen probably is too. Are we allowed to say that? All right. Uh, so, Georgia, what do you have for for me on the Georgia series? Okay. Um, They're 14-3 and three on the year. Uh, mm-hmm. As you said, that's not bad going into SEC play. No. Um, They have a series loss to Georgia Tech and a series split with Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. Those are by far the most quality teams that they've played. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Georgia Tech's actually like pretty good. 
I'm not yeah. sure about Georgia Southern, but okay. yeah. Um, they haven't played in many close games. I think they had like three on their season so far, and I think they won all of them but one. But uh, our pitching rotation, I think, well, I think we're going to go Preston, Cade, and then Parker. Yeah, so, think, so we're moving Cade up to the Saturday I spot. think so. Okay, I like that. I mean, that's what I expected last week. We, again, we said that with a nine-inning game being followed by a seven-inning game, it just the matchup was was uh, was right for Cade to take the seven-inning game. Um, but I think, you know, I don't know how the rest works, but uh, I think Cade will be good enough to, to bump up to the Saturday spot. I really liked last year when we had 27 pitchers on staff. Yeah. And we could actually go a pitcher per inning if mm-hmm. we wanted to. Yeah. And we would be perfectly fine. I kind of underestimated how valuable that was. That, that was a good time. Yeah, because that's, we we sp- that's all we did in midweeks. We had, we had Spencer Price just kicking around. Like, I don't think he pitched, like, at all after the two-lane two lane series. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're the true national champions because we won in the year where everybody just had an ample amount of In pitchers. the year of super teams. Yeah. We were the superest. I mean, Vanderbilt had Jack Leiter and Kumar. Yeah. Will he be better? And we had to beat both of them to win a national championship. So, And asterisk- one of them was fully rested. Asterisk. Asterisk. I actually don't know if I've ever said the word asterisk correctly. Is that how you say it? Or is it asterisk? (laughs) Surely it's not what I just said. I think it might actually be spelled that way. I'm going to go the rest of my time on this podcast without saying that word. Just to avoid. Just to avoid the controversy of that. Okay. Well, I'm going to put an asterisk beside any podcast where you don't say the word asterisk. Okay, um, do you have anything on Georgia? Um, I know last year uh, they were a big home run hitting team, and I, I really have not watched much Georgia this year. Probably one of the only SEC teams that I haven't watched a game of this year. Um, but they, you tell me you've watched Missouri. I actually did because you tell were, me you've watched Kentucky. Uh, no, you watched A and M. I watched them play Penn. Oh, yeah, that one was actually, wasn't that like a yeah. pretty good, yeah. Ben beat them. <laughs> they were playing right before we played Northern Kentucky, I think. So, um, yeah, so Georgia last year, I, me and you watched them play against Vanderbilt, and they just tanked on Kumar. Mm-hmm. And just like a super unexpected loss. They hit like seven home runs against him, <laughs> um, inching their way towards a 27 home run game, uh, which still is out there for Mississippi State to be the first to do. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. I'll, I'll buy everyone a quarter pound roll with cheese if they hit a 27 home run game. No free shout-outs? No free shout-outs? I, I didn't tell you what the quarter pound roll with cheese is from. Surely they have that trademarked. Dude, it's a measurement and... <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a cheese. <laughs> Um, no, but other than that, I, I, I would assume they're, they're still recruiting the same kind of guys, just big home run hitters. Um, but like Jordan Davis? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be hitting bombs on their, Dude, their Jordan, pro days on Saturday. If Jordan Davis played <laughs> baseball while he was at Georgia, could you imagine? you like Ole Miss. Dude, that, that dude was bigger. <laughs> A lot bigger. Like, considerably bigger. Yeah. Um, but other, other than that, I know you have their starters, and who will those be this, this week? Um, 
I think Jonathan Cannon, I think he's a right-handed pitcher with a 2.39 ERA. Okay. Seems to be pretty good. Um, their Saturday starter, Liam Sullivan, he's a left-handed pitcher. So he's going to be out there looking like uh, the Cuban Missile. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a 3.68 ERA. I like it. I like it. And, and I couldn't couldn't really find out who their sunday starter was yeah, because the one that be. they threw last week was really bad i don't think he got through three innings okay so it could be like a revolving door there for them especially yeah. early on this year i um, didn't i didn't like want to look back because like so much can change yeah in like four days like yeah. and i mean even like on a team like last year where we had all the pitchers in the world like we still couldn't figure out like a steady mm-hmm. saturday or sunday guy so i completely understand that um but looking at georgia I mean, who knows? I think this year, this whole year, we should expect to to have to win games, um, especially on Sundays in shootouts. And so, finding a guy that can keep us in keep us in a game that we're going to have to score a lot of runs in is going to be important. Um, but I think we, I mean, you know, with a guy like Preston Johnson, uh, he's a good pitcher. But I mean, I could easily see him getting getting hit early and yeah. coming out of a game. Uh, Cade Smith seems to be pretty consistent. I, I, I trust him to at least get us into the fifth inning of most games. Um, but we're, we're, we should expect to see us have to win games in big shootout fashion. Um, and so, Which, I mean, in preseason, that's what everyone expected the SEC to be. Yeah. It was supposed to be like the most offensive year. Yeah, because all the pitchers that we saw last year are gone. And yeah, it, and, and it's completely different from last year, at least right now. Yeah. Last year, it seemed like every team had two aces on it. Yeah. Like, and that, that's everybody. I mean, we had Christian McLeod, who say what you want about him late in the year, but, I mean, he was a, like a five-time SEC Pitcher of the Week and pitched really good. Ole Miss, Doug Nikhazy was their Saturday starter. Yeah, I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Like, Vanderbilt right there. Mm-hmm. LSU, when they had no pitching, they still had pretty good pitching. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it, stuff was crazy last year. Yeah, everybody was good, and um, and now it's just it's just different. So playing playing home run ball and everything, it, we should expect to have to do that, and we have the team to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, I, it it could scare you, but I think I mean if any team was going to have to rely on that to win games, why not us? Because I mean our outfield is huge. Mm-hmm. Brad Cumbers, Kellen Clark, uh, Von Siebert, if he's in there, Matt Corder could do it. Uh, Hunter Hines is probably the best hitter in the SEC right now. I mean, he's just smoking the baseball. And then he's been three twenty-eight. Yeah. And then Kellen Clark. I, I, we've said all that we can say about him. He's he's heating up at the right moment. Kellen's uh, back. Yeah. And then we we not seeing much production from uh, or like home run production. We're we're seeing very consistent hitting from Luke Hancock and Cam James, but they're just. I mean, they're quietly it's going quiet. without without a lot of home runs. I think both of them have one each. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, but yeah. Them, both of them have one each, and you know that number's going to go up. So um, we've got a lot to look forward to, I think. I think this could be a great weekend for us, and I guess now, since we don't have a, uh, a midweek to talk about. Do, what um, is there a midweek after? I didn't uh, write it down. I'd like to see if there is one. Yeah, we'll I mean, at, it, yeah, I can kind of S- be... SEC play is back, so I was like, oh, I really don't care. Oh, playing Southern University next Tuesday. Um, I think they're actually pretty okay this year. Yeah. Didn't they won the SWAC last year, right? Yeah, they went. They went uh, to the NCAA tournament. They went to the Texas Regional last year and went cupcake regional. Went zero and two. Oh, never mind. They're really bad this year. <laughs> 
Okay, so that's why we're not talking about them. Um, okay, they lost to LSU fifteen to nothing and nine to two. They lost to Missouri nineteen to eight. Um, hey, they beat UTSA. There we go. Okay, yeah, they're gonna, they're really bad. Uh, so we're gonna play them next Tuesday. But um, before we get to Instagram questions, we are gonna give our series predictions, and I'm gonna let you go first on this one. Okay, um, I'm gonna take the dogs two out of three. Okay, the dogs. Which dogs? Mm-hmm. Tell me which dogs. TBA. Stop. <laughs> okay, I'll take Mississippi State. Okay, two out of three? Yeah. All right, and with your player? Yeah, you, you go first, and then, then I'll go. Okay. Um, I am going to be an idiot right now. I'm going to say we're going into Athens and we're sweeping. It's a, it's a bold strategy. Um. Maybe. By we, I mean, George, I'm just kidding. I really do think we're going to go in here and get a sweep. Um, that that pitching rotation from last week, I, I think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Parker Stinnett, he had a really, really good outing against Texas Tech. He had one run given up, and it was unearned. Um, I, I mean, he had a really good game against Princeton. He's getting a lot of strikeouts, a lot of swing and miss, and he just has just nasty stuff. Uh, I think he's the key to this weekend really really being a big deal because we've seen uh, Cade Smith, and I, I think he's consistent, like I said. We've seen Preston Johnson, and I, I think he can eat up innings. But Parker is is kind of the, the hit and the miss, and this is his chance to really solidify that he could be a starter and that he's not a, a liability as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he can go in there and, and just trust his stuff, I, I think it's key to give him a lead. Um, whether he's pitching on Saturday or Sunday, we just need to give him a lead because it seems like when he's able to just concentrate, slow down a little bit, and just trust his stuff, he's so good and he's unhittable. Um, so I, I think he's the key. Obviously, we got to win the other two to get the sweep. But I mean, Parker winning this game will be good for us. Obviously, this weekend and moving forward, him having confidence and him uh, having you know trust in the. the coaches and the fan base and his teammates around him it's gonna be huge mm-hmm. so I, I that being said i think he's gonna be my player of the weekend okay ready for mine mm-hmm. give me lane forsyth i think that there has to be a reason that he got that inning the other day okay like uh, going into sec play like there's still midweeks yeah like they they could have thrown him just mm-hmm. in the middle uh, i i see if like one of the first two games is high scoring uh, you kind of kind of burn your bullpen like just a little bit. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty short list, and then you get. I mean, who do you trust more, Lane or Jack Walker? Lane. Uh, I think it's Lane right now. I mean, just because he hasn't killed you yet. Yeah, I mean, he uh, uh, that that's extremely off the wall pick, but uh, there has to be a reason that yeah. they put and him I, out there. Baseball substitutions really confuse me, but I really think that it's like. If he comes in like late in the game and doesn't do, I mean, doesn't do what you what you want, or he does, mm-hmm. whether or not he he does good or not, he can just go to shortstop yeah. and finish out as a defensive replacement, which I think is the best strategy anyway. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I know Tanner Leggett is serviceable at shortstop and he's made some good plays, but I mean, Lane Forsythe is your best best shortstop yeah. defensively. Um, I mean, he made a great game to end the game against Princeton the other day in game two, and. He's really good, and yeah. I like. I know baseball substitutions are, are weird, but I think that I think that works. I think if if I go my second week in a row picking someone that I expect to pitch and come up like and kind of like take a job, and then they don't pitch, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm gonna be quite impressed. Yeah, 
But I mean, I, I think there, I just like last week, I think there's real logic behind that. Yeah. I like, mean, you don't see any other position players getting innings, and I know all of them pitched in high school. Yeah. Um, the Lamonis' uh, response to questions about that was just Lane wants to be, like have a role in the team, and mm-hmm. if it's not at shortstop some days, he, he's pitched before and mm-hmm. he wants to pitch, which shows a lot about Lane. I mean, he's he wants to produce for the team. He wants to, you know, he wants to play. You know, he, he's not just comfortable just sitting down on the bench. Um, and, you know, I'm proud of him for, for at least trying. Yeah. Going out there. I mean, I and, love Lane. Yeah. I mean, national champion. <laughs> national champion in his heart, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Instagram questions. <laughs> All right, yeah, but I say we're going to sweep, and Parker Stinnett's going to be my player of the week. You say two out of three. And Lane Forsythe does something pitching, okay. and that will be, like, that's, like, player of the week, like, okay. standard. I like it. Like, not, like, goes out there in, like, three innings, no hits, no runs. Mm. Like, it goes out there and, it like, is a serviceable part of the bullpen. Yeah. I like it. And that would constitute player of the week. Mm-hmm. Because at this point... I mean, someone goes out there and does like pretty okay. They're they're quickly like the second best option out of the bullpen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Brandon Smith, and then a big gap between anybody else. Obviously. I guess Pico. Pico, yeah. You didn't mention him earlier, but yeah, Pico. So what'd you say? What'd you say last closer. week about him? What's up uh, about Pico? He's the guy, yo. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I had to bring that one up again for everyone. Yeah, all of our avid listeners that remember that. Mm-hmm. all right so here i've got some instagram questions i'm going to read them out we don't we don't have too many this week but thank you to all those who did send them in um again if you, anytime you have questions please send them to us at going you can just two. dm us yeah like. just dm us comment on an old picture of us that'd be kind of weird we'd see it it'd be kind of weird um, like, who is this like, why are you coming on our picture um also speaking of that someone did comment on one of our pictures one time like not too long ago Asking a question, so I'll bring that up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I did see that, which is kind of why I brought it up. Oh, is that the one that said, let's ask questions below? And then no one asked questions below? Maybe. Yeah. You did answer it, uh, but I will ask it on here. Okay. So it'll get some attention. All right. So uh, first question that was asked just from our question prompt on our story, Brooks Taylor said, where do we go uh, from here with Stone gone to? So Stone was definitely our best closing option out of the bullpen, I'm pretty sure. But we've got guys, Mikey Tepper, who has proved to have a little bit of potential there. Um, that He's the only guy with a save on the team right, right now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Pico has a save as well. Love Pico. Yeah, so Pico has a save. Mikey Tepper has a save, and I think that's your answer. I mean, the two guys with saves are going to be your two options for closers. Mm-hmm. Um, Pico is the one I have a little bit more trust in, but again, he hasn't really pitched against many good teams. Um, I mean, Texas Tech. Pitched against Texas Tech. He didn't get a save in that one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's that's going to be our option there. Next question is going to be from Football Freddy, um, and it says, not baseball, thoughts, not baseball, but thoughts on tonight's NIT game. We lost. Uh, Luke Meyer uh, says, "Is Lane Forsythe our new Friday starter?" No. <laughs> These hockey guys think they know anything about baseball. You still got that clown costume? Yeah, Luke, put on the clown costume. I mean, <laughs> I mean the Mississippi State hockey jersey. 
<laughs> no, I, laying pitching was was really weird, but um, just like Hunter said, like finding some role for him out of the bullpen would be pretty interesting, um, and we kind of like need it, kind of solidify like what our um, help solidify what our everyday shortstop would look like because he wouldn't be there because we'd expect him to come out of the bullpen. I guess mm-hmm. he could, yeah, go he from could. shortstop to the mound, but that's kind of weird with a pitching coach that likes to save arms. Like probably not what we're gonna do. Like after after a long outing yeah. of playing defense for Cade Smith, he, yeah. he's thrown out five guys at first. His arm is shot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next three are going to come from Frederick. So it says, does Fristo get moved to the bullpen permanently? Um, at, at least to the bullpen. Maybe just... Southern Mess? <laughs> you think he's going to transfer? I mean, I, I think that we are both like... Almost like the biggest Fristo yeah. fans that anyone I, could have been over the past year. Yeah, I I think Fristo looks cool. I think he has. He, His dad he, follows me on Twitter. Random. Yeah. Um, I I mean just seeing from what he did last year as a freshman, he has the potential. To loved be a really his good stuff pitcher. too. Yeah. Like, good and we stuff. were like kind of fast, like on certain to love Fristo. Yeah. Like, I mean, like just from his look, I was like, heck yeah, this guy's awesome. And then he throws a no hitter, and I'm like, okay, this dude. This dude's awesome. Like this um, is the next guy. Yeah, and and things just haven't worked out. I mean, he's he's he walks a lot of guys, just lack of control sometimes, and then when he does throw strikes, he just gets hit pretty hard. So, it, it's a pretty bad combination. But yeah, if he can find a spot out of the bullpen, I would love that. But if he can't find a spot here, I'd love him to transfer and and find that spot somewhere else. My, I I, <coughs> I do this a lot with players that I see that just like haven't figured it out at, at Mississippi State or like any SEC place. I'm like. They should just go to Southern Miss. Yeah. And that's in football, everything. Baseball, everything. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, they they would probably ball out there. Mm-hmm. And then... I was like, JRP? Go to Southern Miss. Go to Southern Miss. Like, literally, like, go be an All-American. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, Southern Miss and baseball is especially a great option. Um, mm-hmm. Football is... Why didn't re- he go there? I don't know. I mean, it's almost like football the baseball, is his main thing. The baseball would have been, like, way better... I mean, it's his hometown. Yeah, and like the football's like, I mean, you don't have to play for Gus Malzahn. Yeah, I guess you don't have to like act like you won a national championship a few years ago. I mean, it's not a bad option. You don't have to act like you made space. Yeah, remember that? Did we talk about that on the podcast about how they got mad at us for using a flying M logo? Mm-hmm. I think because we they, had a podcast of that. I think I think we did mention it. Space Jersey U. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. They, they were saying that we couldn't use that logo because we're not a space school. Our, our logo came out before their school. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Like, that's the thing. Facts. <laughs> but but here we are, not having a national championship, and here they are having one. Right? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see an Ole Miss fan say that UCF's national championship is illegitimate. <laughs> I'm gonna right. start setting that trap on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Frederick also says, "What's the starting nine gonna look like through the first SEC weekend?" Uh, and this one, not totally sure because left field seems to be that like a revolving door position. Uh, second base, I'm pretty sure RJ Yeager is gonna be there, be be there at yeah. least to start the weekend. I mean, he he did enough in the midweek to prove that. Uh, left field, I mean, you're gonna see probably a few guys. They could be Von Siebert. I wish that we would put Hunter Hines out there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. If Von Siebert can do it. Yeah, honestly. Um, 
doubt we're going to see Jess Davis much to at least start the weekend just because he had the, the mistake in the midweek, which that's just kind of how the things go when yeah. there's a revolving door position. Like, you make a mistake, you get replaced. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully you find a spot later. I mean, goodness, we could see Braylon Skinner come in. We yeah. really don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of weird to say that the guy with the – I think I think Brad still has the second – no, third highest batting average. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's kind of – well, I guess – for qualifying uh, stat pages are weird yeah um but it's weird kind of saying that like brad like our leading home run guy uh, right uh, oh he has four hunter hines is insane five <laughs> Clark five. that is that is in the last that is two nuts. weeks yeah but it, it's kind of weird that i want brad out of the lineup but uh, i i don't know can't I, get him out of the lineup i'd, I'd like to see someone else give him that spot i mean yeah i don't really necessarily like him in center field he hasn't really screwed up too much yet he made but, like two really good plays yeah also cam james went to left field randomly and it didn't work out he threw a guy out at second one time and then completely missed on a fly ball oh, yeah he, he dropped a fly ball so that experiment is over uh hopefully um but yeah it was left pretty field, cool yeah I, I liked it until it didn't work but yeah Left field could be any number of guys. Hopefully, we do have second base and shortstop um, kind of solidify with Tanner Leggett being at short. Uh, and then the last question here, again from Frederick, it says, do we have enough arms to get us through an SEC schedule? We've talked about that a little bit, and I I think, I mean, obviously, we have what we have. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to get through with it, what we have. Um, but every other team is, is facing the same struggle we are. Like, I mean, they may not be struggling, but it's like we all have the same number of pitchers, and yeah. we're all coming off. It's of a year. all coming off of last year. Yeah, it, it seems like we're struggling, um, but there's a there's an explanation for it. It's just we we have less spots on the team, mm-hmm. uh, so it kind of sucks. But we have what we have, and like I said, we have a perfect lineup for winning games if we have to hit home runs to win. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, we can score a lot of runs and and win these games. I'm banking on a sweep this weekend because that's what I said was going to happen. Um, but we'll find out what we what we look like against SEC competition. It's not like we're facing a bottom feeder here. I mean, Georgia... It's not like we're facing a really good team either, like the Northern Kentucky Norse. Mm-hmm. I'm just really hoping we've got this thing figured out this weekend. Um, last week, I know we said we needed a 4-0 weekend, to, or 4-0 week between the, the weekend series and the midweek uh, to really... Uh, give us some juice going into the midweek or going into the start of SEC play. This is rough. Yeah. Uh, but, and I, and we, we did just that. So um, hopefully that can uh, just, just really boost us into this SEC season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really excited about that. I think that's all we have for this episode. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. So um, that's going to do it for today's episode. We're looking forward to a great first weekend of SEC play in baseball as the dogs travel to face the dogs in Athens. Uh, we'll see you back next week and uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. See you. You think they're really going to go to SeatGeek.com? I don't know. If they use code TEW, get $20 off their first order. What if their order is less than $20? Dude, I don't know. I mean, that one time that I bought those $21 tickets and then used code. I forgot whose code I used, but it was my first order, and then I sold those tickets that I got for $0.33 cents each for around $18 each <laughs> using SeatGeek. I have an allegiance to SeatGeek since then. Mm-hmm. Just a good app. Some good people over there. That's the best way to buy tickets for events, like concerts and games and such. SeatGeek.
Code T-E-W. We totally sold out to corporate America. We're so good at ads.